Welcome back to This Book Is Good. I'm Chase. I'm Josh. And is that my radio voice? What? No, you're clicking that. Oh, I'm, f- I'm fidgeting. <laughs> I can't help it. I'm fidgeting with things. I'll put this over here now. No, you can You can do it. I just I'll didn't know if right the mics there. would pick it up. No, no. I'll just cut that right out. You oh, know? you just can do that? Like Swiss cheese. Yeah. Man, mm-hmm. you're yeah. talented that way. How in the world are you, man? I, uh, like, <laughs> what a great day. It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, every it's day not, is, It's right? not sunshining, but, but you can have days that are great that don't have sunshine, I guess. Sure. And that's what today is. <laughs> I've been very busy. Yeah, I've been very busy. I'm Good. Uh, I'm, on a, I'm on a new adventure in far, as far as my professional life, and I'm having fun with it. You know what I found the most fun is when I'm learning something new. Yeah, you like that? I love it. Yeah. It doesn't even matter what it is. If I'm passionate about it enough to want to learn yeah. it, then I'm just all in. Is that why you like this so much? I love this. <laughs> um, yeah. This is, it's <clears throat> it's getting to have conversations, which I love to talk. I love to, I love to talk things out and be intellectual, right? And goofy. I think you guys know by now I, I like to get a little goofy. But I feel like if you're not constantly learning, you're not growing. And growth is a part of the human condition. I think that some people just lose sight of. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If you're not growing, you're not, well, you're just, just standing stagnant. still. Yeah. yeah. And it kind of drives me crazy. Now, I've, I've started a bunch of different things. Like I, <laughs> right. you were just talking to me about like your plate is full. My plate is full. Right. But I've always got room for more. I feel like. Yeah. Especially if something that's new learned kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like I, I'm addicted to creating either businesses or things. And I have this like rush of, um, like this, this new thing that I get to focus on. Yeah. And then I, and I, I hone that skill so much to a point to where I almost, I almost get to put it on autopilot. Yeah. Well, you're kind of entrepreneurial, right? So oh, yeah. you, you like to get things rolling and then, you know, I think, I, I think, figured. well, I mean, and, and what would you probably like to happen is you would then hand that off hand to someone off. and they would take it and you would start yeah. something else. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would be the perfect ideal situation for me, but I don't know if I have people to hand things off to. I don't think. Yeah. Maybe I need people to hand things off to who wants to run some businesses for me. <laughs> there you go. Reach out. <laughs> because how much does it pay? <laughs> I really like, I really like building things, but yeah, I think, uh, I think, I think, yeah, that may be an occupation. Well, for sure, there's a lot of people that do that kind of thing. Startups, you know, oh. they get things rolling and then and then train whoever's going to take it over, and then move on to the next new thing. Yeah, that sounds like amazing. That sounds amazing. It's <laughs> right up your alley, huh? That's right up my alley. If anyone has any more resources for me to figure out how to how to do only that, whoo! Because wasn't it uh, Donald Trump had like. Hundreds and hundreds of businesses. Yeah. And he's just building businesses all the time. Right. 
I'm sure not. He's not the only one, but no, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of people like that. Big picture type people, or you know, um, they've great ideas, mm-hmm. but they need those people around them to kind of take it to the next step, so to speak, or to actually bring it to fruition and in practical terms and logical terms. Yeah, maybe that's what I need. I need a friend who's a venture capitalist or something. Yeah, who just has a. I need just. Someone with tons of money that doesn't know what to do with it. <laughs> I will help you figure out how to. You've got ideas. How right? to invest. <laughs> how to invest in different things. <laughs> but uh, for today, uh, and now, and in this moment, we're here to talk about the the good book that has just been leading us up to this point. Now we're into like. We were talking about offerings and mm-hmm. sacrifice. And thank Correct. goodness, thank goodness that we don't do that anymore. Thank goodness that that God sent down Jesus to come down here for us, <laughs> and you know we don't have to be in that. What did I call it? The the uh, unemployment line of sacrifices. Yeah, the long line. <laughs> um, yeah, and we don't we don't perform animal sacrifices, but there are parts of the New Testament that do call us for to sacrifice, meaning, you know, you sacrifice of your life. You're a living sacrifice. So yeah. nothing's being killed on your behalf, but you hand over your life. Um, well, it's like a dedication. Yeah, though, yeah. Right. All right. Hmm. So, and that's all in lieu of what Jesus has done for us. So, right. Yeah. So in turn, so Jesus died for us to mm-hmm. cover our sins, uh-huh. but we owe him for the rest of our lives. <laughs> well, Is that what you're saying? Well, I wouldn't say owe. <laughs> Maybe. It's a, but it's a debt that we must repay, right? By sa- by, no. by sacrificing our whole entire life for, for him? No. Okay. He did it out of love for us. Okay. But in return, yeah. I think the least that we could do is live for him and follow his ways and obey, you know, what he has for us versus, you know, saying thank you and then kind of going on your merry way. Right. There's I'm, it's only fair. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're not, we're not even going to pay him back. That can never be repaid. Okay. But it's, it's a, um, it's what he wants. He wants that full, relationship so much that we hand our whole lives over to to God in a way that is sacrificial. He just wants us to love so, him. Yeah. 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 Yep. What's he say? Uh, um, and you sacrifice for the ones you love, right? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. He says, um, I don't know the exact words, but if you deny me in front of your friends, I deny you in front of the father. Yeah. Something similar. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and then if we love him, then he will love us in front of the father. Right. right. There's a, there's a, um, and that's why it says, it says the word no, K N O W. Right. And okay. so we go to the father at judgment day and then Jesus will say, I never knew you. I didn't know this person. Oh. Right? So there's 
there's a there's a difference in knowing about somebody and actually knowing and having a relationship. That's so I think that that word kind of adds a deeper sense of belonging and into the relationship, right? It's not that we just knew of each other or yeah. we were we were more than acquaintances, right? Like there was I like, know him or I know of him. Yeah. 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 Well, I sure hope he knows me. He knows you. Oh. Do you know him? You know what I mean? Hmm. Yeah. I could probably know him better. Yeah, sure. And I think that's what we're all trying to do. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, what does Jesus like on his scrambled eggs for breakfast? <laughs> we may never know that. I feel like if you knew that, then you for sure know him. Fish? They fish a lot for breakfast, I think, in Jesus' day. <laughs> they didn't have scrambled eggs? <laughs> I'm not sure. How do we know? I don't know. I don't know if there were, you know, I've even heard eggs is a, is a thing we made, a breakfast food. Really? Yeah. Dude, if they didn't have scrambled eggs back in the <laughs> and back in the BC. I'll tell you one thing they certainly did not have. Bacon. No bacon? Or sausage. Well, they had pigs, no? They, there were pigs there, but that's what we're going to talk about today. <gasps> really? Yeah. Oh, the the onset of bacon. <laughs> <laughs> the onset of bacon. Well, not not necessarily, but but the so the Israelites were um, again in the wilderness, um, but there are times where they they set up like a civilization. I mean, there are times where they are in one place for a while. Yeah. So I know when I was always thought about them wandering in the wilderness, you know, always thought about them just constantly on the move. But that's not really, there were times where they were certain spots for a while. I mean, remember they were out there for 40 years. So, um, so there were times they were, they set up, they grew crops, they had herds, you know what I mean? So they had a, basically a city, <laughs> they would set up in the middle of the field in somewhere out there yep sometimes they were near other places they're like gypsies yeah a little bit just caravaning around but don't gypsies have like a negative connotation yeah about them? it like, does now yeah oh yeah hmm. they're usually into a lot of not so good stuff I think too oh <laughs> but like people weren't like uh Oh, Larry, you catch those floaters out around the edge of town. They are moving in. <laughs> right. They're going to bring all that. Yeah, they were They were looked at that way a little really? bit. Really? Like mm-hmm. they're going to bring all that Christianism with them? <laughs> well, Judaism, they're out there, but yeah. They're out there sacrificing <laughs> all these animals. What do our kids think? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So what do you think the outside perspective were, was from... Uh, they, had a lot of, they had a lot of enemies. Was the rest of the world sacrificing um, animals at this point? There were... For no reason there at were, all? There were a lot of pagan civilizations that were sacrificing babies, even. Oh. Yeah. That's worse, I think. Way worse, I think, too. Okay. Um, and, and in fact, in, in, in the book of Leviticus, it talks about, you know, do not do that. <laughs> um. Yeah. 
And there was a certain God that some of these civilizations would sacrifice babies to. And yeah, God told the Israelites, don't, don't do that. Don't be doing that. No, no. Man. So I feel, I feel like, why does it feel like just everyone's on, I'm trying to just figure things out, you know? Yeah. And it was a much, you know, more primitive time and barbaric kind of time, you know, survival of the fittest or. This is before the, castles and knights and, and dragons and all that stuff. Yes. I know dragons aren't real, but. <laughs> right. Some think they are. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, this is way before medieval times. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Duh. So, but, um, but they were, they were, like I said, they were set up in, in certain areas and certain times. So, so God is adding some rules, regulations on how to do things as a, as a people group, as a civilization, not just individually in their lives, but how do you live in a group of people and, and do it in a way that's God honoring. And so, so God is giving them all sorts of rules and regulations. And some of them were for the purpose of preservation. Hmm. Don't do these things so you can live long and prosper basically, right? That, that if you, if you avoid certain things, um, you will probably do, do well to, you know, live longer and live better. So Mm. some of those had to do with what you could eat and what you could not eat. And there was very kind of like a dividing line between those two things. So that's what I wanted to at least bring up a little bit, talk about that. So this is where we get into the the pigs and pork. Correct. Correct. Because the Israelites were not allowed to eat pork pigs isn't isn't that also true for the muslim community yeah there are there are some of those same um rules and i know like in india it's it's cows are sacred there you know Mm. so so yeah certain part of the world certain parts of the world have that now this was based again experts thing i'm not an expert on jewish history and (laughs) all of that Um, wait i thought you were but no, what are we doing? Here? I am not. <laughs> uh, but Leviticus says, and it, and it makes it pretty clear, you're allowed to eat the animals that chew the cud. Which is? You don't chew in the cud? What is a cud? <laughs> Never had it. It's a term. Now, a lot of times we think of that term as like pondering something or thinking about something. But, oh. you know, let me chew the cud on that for a little bit. Oh. But what it really is is some animals there's a there's a part of their stomach that when they eat a certain part of the food goes into and then they regurgitate that and chew it some more oh. before fully digesting it. Oh, so they chew it multiple times. Yeah. Does that make them disgusting? No, those are the ones that they're allowed to eat. Oh. Yeah. So there must be something about that with the enzymes in their stomach. It's maybe a, a better way of digestion <laughs> to where that if you were to eat that animal, there was less chance of 
disease being spread and, and so on and so forth. So, okay. Yeah. I mean, you think about, you think about rare meat, right? Uh huh. What do you usually think of? Uh, steak. What do you, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Beef. Yeah. Right. Beef. That you can eat rare, but you wouldn't want to eat pork rare. You know you what I mean? You can eat beef. Wait. And I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but this may seem like an obvious question. <laughs> but even on the menus and stuff, when you see like, uh, yeah, you know, dangerous to eat undercooked yes. raw meat. Yes, yeah. right. But people eat raw steak pretty much anyway. <laughs> it's pretty rare, yeah. Um, so the the two designations were you can you can eat an animal that chews the cud, and has a split hoof. So these are talking specifically about like mammals, right? So you're, the animals that they were allowed to eat had to do both of those things. Has to have a split hoof. Yeah. So it has to do both of those things in order for them to eat it. Now, so a goat does that? Yeah, a goat does. Choose the cud. Mm-hmm. So, what about a chicken? <laughs> Well, we'll get to we'll get to birds. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're talking specifically about mammals, but okay, okay. Now, the distinction became clean and unclean, right? Okay, so a mammal that chews the cud and has a split hoof was deemed as a clean animal. Therefore, you could partake. Some of these other animals that or not, those things were considered unclean. So they were to avoid those. Like a pig. Yep. And a chicken. So, for instance, like a pig, I think a pig has a split hoof, but it does not chew the cud. Oh, yeah. See what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think there's other animals that chew the cud, but don't have a split hoof. So so it had to, be, it had to do both to be able to be considered clean. Well... You see, a pig will just eat anything, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty gross. <laughs> and I mean anything. And they wallow in the mud. <laughs> yeah, but you can wash it off. Yeah, yeah, you don't yeah. eat outside. But yeah, I, I, typically when you think of a pig, it's not a clean animal Dirty. in general, right? Yeah. yeah. But that really has nothing to do with it. It's about... But man, I love me some bacon. Yeah. And so these distinctions were dropped after the time of Jesus. Oh, so yeah. So you're saying it's okay for me to eat bacon? Yes. Nice. But modern day Jews still do not. Orthodox Jews. Orthodox Jews. Yeah. Is that bad to say? No. Say Orthodox Jews. Yeah. Okay. So only because, based on the Old Testament teachings and and the laws, correct? They still follow. Would mm-hmm. say, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. an unclean animal. Yeah, and there's lots of. There were actually more animals that were considered unclean. Can than, we sidebar on kosher real quick? Clean. What does that mean? What's that? Yeah, that's mean? that's exactly what it means. Oh. So, if 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 a food is kosher, it means that it's okay for a Jewish person to eat. Oh, yeah. I thought kosher was a process or something. <laughs> well, a lot of times it means unprocessed because they're it's like right, you know, purified, pure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But um. With the mammals, I mean, the unclean, it includes 
canines, felines. <laughs> we don't eat dogs and cats. We're talking to you. Um, Eastern. All. Eastern world. And that includes all types like coyotes and foxes and all of that too. Never um, had a fox. And then lions, leopards, cheetahs, all that would be considered unclean. Frogs? Well, we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, some of the like, things that we, some people eat now, you know, rodents and such. I don't, would, I don't eat would, rodents. Well, I, I know you maybe don't, but even like rabbit and. I still don't eat rodents. Squirrel not and all no that. squirrels either. Would be considered all unclean. So. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. Not for me. <laughs> you you would eat them? No. No. No, I'll stick to my rare steak. So, yeah, you're good there. Cattle and your beef. Yep. Good. Um, some of the other clean animals, a bison, caribou, deer, mm. a moose, an ox, Yep. Sheep, all of those are considered clean. What so. about what about what about veal? Well yeah, veal's a just a that's, young that's cow. Baby beef. Yeah. You're good. That's good? Well yeah, it's just considered clean or unclean. So okay. I think a baby is still good. Ethically concerning is all. <laughs> I take that poor baby cow. Maybe other reasons to not, but yeah. So you're good. So what's one of the most popular meats we eat besides that you mentioned earlier? Frog? Chicken. Oh, chicken. Chicken. We eat chicken a lot, I think, yeah. in this country. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. In many, many countries. Um, so you're good there with with. Um, but how chicken. come chicken? Because chicken doesn't have, wait, it does have but you said split hooves. No, no, no. So there is a distinction for mammals. And then there is a distinction for birds as well. Oh, uh, I see. So if you're in Leviticus, um, this is all found in chapter 11. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, it kind of gives a list of what's clean and, and unclean. When it comes to birds, um, birds are trickier because it doesn't really say why. <laughs> um, why they're tricky? Yeah, why? Like for mammals, it gives the distinction of the chewing the cud, the split hoof. For birds, it just says these are the good ones, these are not. Oh, yeah. Um, but some of the ones you could eat: chicken, doves, duck, goose. You know, some of the more popular ones, turkey. Um, the ones that you cannot would, again, I don't think we are eating these anyway. So vultures and oh. eagles and basically scavenger type birds, which would make sense, right? Because they're eating kind of like. Gross, gross things. Yeah. 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 Understood. That'd right. be kind of like, man, I could use me some fly right now. <laughs> Right. Man, I could use some fly right now. A couple thousand fly, little fried flies. Yeah, so let's talk about insects. Oh, you're allowed to eat insects? Yeah, certain ones. Oh. Certain ones. In- insects with jointed 
and jumping legs what? <laughs> you can eat. So, and again, this kind of makes sense because maybe they don't wallow along the ground as others. Um, they're they're able to, you know, barely be touching the ground and well, they I, jump. Well, I like, can only think of grasshopper. Like, yeah, that's it. Grasshoppers, Psst. crickets, um, locusts. So we remember in, in the New Testament, John the Baptist, he ate locusts. Wasn't there a plague of locusts? And there was a plague. Well, someone considered that just a free food buffet, right? <laughs> Some maybe did. <laughs> um, so the ones you can't eat are insects without those jointed and jumping legs. So a lot of other insects. So no worms. No worms, mm. spiders, Ugh. moths. Anything like that. Yeah, no. I always knew spiders were evil. Yeah, and again, who would want to? Not me. Anyway, right? Not but, never. Um, but another distinction, um, when it talks about, you know, we're going to talk about fish, which, huh. again, maybe, I mean, we eat a lot of that kind of stuff in America, but a lot of other countries eat a ton of fish and seafood and yeah. Other things. Um, so geographically, we may not eat as much as other parts of the world, but. I'm a fan. Yeah, I like fish. Um, so basically, this comes down to fish that had fins and scales. You were clean. Oh, so no eels. So no eels, no catfish, which some people don't like catfish anyway, but. Wait, catfish is a good, actually. Yeah, but they don't have scales, right? They're like. Slimy like an eel. This is true. Yeah. So, yeah, and again, I think they're kind of scavengers, right? Bottom feeders. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. That's but weird. this also doesn't include any shellfish of any sort. So by that logic, you'd eat a carp. Yeah. But I would never eat a carp, especially out of here in Buckeye Lake. <laughs> No. Let me tell you. Just because it's allowed doesn't mean it's good. <laughs> I've seen a carp that looked about the size of a Buick <laughs> and had like a beard and a mustache. Yeah, I don't think people eat carp now. Nuh-uh. No. I would never eat a carp. And they're but kind I'd of be quick algae to eat eaters, right? Aren't those algae eaters? Carp uh, I think so, yeah. 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 So, but they were considered clean. Doesn't mean they'd be good. <laughs> <sighs> so you could eat them. You just... Probably wouldn't want to. Oh, man. I'm, yeah. just, I'm getting grossed out thinking about it. So most fish would be considered clean. Okay. Right? So the ones that would not be would be, you know, all of your, you know, sharks, dolphins, all that kind of, they don't have the scales, right? So no mahi either? Cause do, do they not? I don't think mahi has scales. Oh, well then, mahi is one of the best fish I think to eat. Yeah, it's really light, right? Yep. Well, it's meaty. This is it's mahi like on the scales. Fibrous meaty. Really? Yeah. <sighs> Mackerel and mahi mahi. I don't know. I've never caught a mahi uh, personally. I've only <laughs> eaten them. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so no catfish. Um, a lot of people eat those, but no shrimp. What? No, no crab. What? No scallops. Hold on. Yeah. 
No, no lobster. It's all considered unclean. Dude, that's the steak of the sea. Yeah, but for them, in those days, it was considered unclean. So are we saying I'm not supposed to have that now? No. Uh, no, no, no. This all, like I said, this all went away, you know, post-Jesus. All right, but. sweet. You want to go to Red Lobster after? <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Cheddar Bay biscuits are <laughs> definitely clean. Give me a swimming pool of butter, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... And I think anything that comes from those animals is okay to eat as well. So dairy, eggs, you know, those kind of things, right? Okay. So. How is this nestled inside of Leviticus where they were just speaking about um, <laughs> that's a good brutal question. sacrifice? What, how did food become a, an area of topic? Well, this? if you remember when we talked about some of the sacrifices, after this an, some of these animals were sacrificed, depending on what type of sacrifice it was for, the meat afterwards could be used for food. Mm. And so that's kind of where it fits. So then it went into, okay, here are the types of food that is clean. It's okay to eat. And here are the types that are not. And so um, it kind of makes those distinctions. And again, best they they think is this, is this for preservation of the people. So, Let's stay away from the, the foods that may cause more illness. If you're doing percentages, <laughs> may cause more illness than, than the others. And, you know, especially in those days, I'm sure they didn't, you know, sanitation wasn't, you know, a huge priority the way it is now and meal sure. preps and I all imagine all, so, all these people walking around barefoot and stuff through the desert. Well, I'm sure they had sandals and they don't care. some kind of shoes. But yeah, certainly, you know, not getting things out of the freezer and, and you know, preparing them in a very clean and, you know, so. Yeah. You said it yourself, barbaric. This These people are barbarians. Yeah, yeah. And so maybe even some of that would be able to eat, you know, raw. Whereas a lot of the other side, you would definitely want to be cooking that and, Making sure it's prepared. So properly, I wonder so. who's the first to eat pig. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Someone was like, you know what? I'm gonna show them. I think before this, they were probably eating everything, and then God was kind of like, okay, now we gotta be smart about what we're doing here. <laughs> so, people of Earth, <laughs> heed my warning. <laughs> Wait, was God British? You think? No. <laughs> Why did I go British? I don't know. Heed my warning. I think we think of like Monty Python and when God speaks to them, it's very, uh, like, yeah. But, yeah. So <laughs> this is all, <laughs> I think this is all for, again, preservation and, and helping them to learn how to um, do things a little bit different than the rest of the world okay. at that time. Yeah. Stand out a little bit. It's a, it's a, it's a matter, it's a mark of civilized people. Yeah. Could be. Or the beginnings of it. Yeah. Um, then it goes on to talk about a lot of other things that would cause disease. Um, you know, whether that be a sore on your body um, 
and and what's interesting about all this, at least I think, is that the priest becomes the one that kind of makes these determinations. <laughs> so it's almost like the priest becomes the doctor as well. <laughs> oh. Yeah, the priest becomes, uh, it talks about mold. He's the jack of all trades, master of none, but oftentimes better than one. Better than a master of one. Better right? than a master yes. of one. Yeah, I was, I was close. I was really close. Yeah. Definitely a jack of all trades. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so if you had, you know, a sore or something that needed looked at, the priest would come out. And then I don't think they'd really do anything to, like, medicate it. <laughs> they would yeah. basically just say, okay, you know, you need to quarantine yourself for seven days or whatever, and we'll then check it again. And the sad part is if it got worse or didn't get better. They fed him to the pigs. No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But they were deemed unclean as a person. Oh, the people were unclean. Yeah. Can you imagine that? What happens then? It doesn't really say. They feed him to the pigs. But they have to live outside the camp. What? Because they're unclean. They can't take the risk of them spreading what disease they may have to the rest of the people. Wipe everybody out. That's kind of messed up. Well, again, we think of, because we live very... I thought we were supposed to wash each other's feet with oil. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but that was a whole, that was a, um, a symbol of servanthood and, and all of that. Oh. You know what I mean? So I think in, in, in very practical terms for the Israelites, this is why they did it, because they couldn't run the risk of the entire nation at this point getting a plague or a disease, right? So, so they remove that person from the camp, and they have to live outside the camp. So... How big is the outsiders camp? Yeah, it starts to grow, I think, right? I mean, it's, and then, you know, we see that in New Testament time that there are still people that are considered unclean. Nobody's ever touched them. Nobody's ever spoken to them. They live outside the city. Would that be like the man who was blind? uh, No, blindness, I don't think was considered that. Oh. Um, They considered it a result of sin, but I don't think he was unclean to the touch. Like a like an open wound or some kind of skin disease would people would avoid you. Mm. Yeah. Well, I hope that never happens to me. Well, uh, but again, we have medicine and things to treat this. I do wash my ears <laughs> with Dial soap. Dial, right? <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I mean. We have medicine and those kind of things that can take care of those things pretty quickly, and we don't have to worry about. The, the spread of that. Well, you know, honestly, we kind of saw some of that yeah. here in the year 2020. Right. If you remember. Right. When it was kind of like every man for himself. Yeah. It felt like. And uh, that wasn't visible, right? I mean, it. you know. Yeah. Yeah. So it's hard to tell who had what, right? Yeah, but. And yeah. you're most contagious right before you started to show symptoms, they say, right? So. Yeah. That's that's really hard to, to figure out. That was a hard time. Mm-hmm. I can only imagine what it felt like back then. Yeah. Especially get, during the You get like a little bump and you're like, 
Oh no. Yeah. yeah. You hide it. Yeah. Under mud. You like put some mud on your arm or something. Right. A little patch. Yeah. I would. So yeah, and you know, that's kind of the sad part of it is that these people are considered unclean and, and have to kind of leave. And um but again, this was for the better of the of the group. I mean, we do some we did some quarantining. Oh yeah. You know, so yeah, oh yeah. So they did that as well. And hope hopefully then things got better and you were able to be considered clean again. You would have to go through Oh, you can redeem yourself. Yeah, you'd have to go through kind of like a ritual washing and, and do a sacrifice and then well, that's good. You would be back into the community. I just imagine so. them being banished forever. <laughs> Yeah. You're unclean, never to be clean. If you again. never got better, you kind of were. Oh, that makes yeah. my heart hurt. It does. It's it's sad. Um when they had some other issues like it talks about mold. What so about? so if you think about people living in tents and wearing, you know, certain type of fabrics and things that were made and you know certain types of leather maybe even um those could get moldy you know if you didn't keep them clean or wash them or if you had a tent set up you know I imagine like some kind of thick canvas even that could get moldy if there was a spot that was wet for a long time or something like that so yeah again the priest <laughs> the priest would come out and check out whatever is moldy <laughs> and um, then you had to go through a certain amount of washings to make sure that that piece was Okay to reuse or with like bleach, you think? Um, I don't know what they used. I mean, I'm sure they used some some kind of primitive cleaner. I don't know. <laughs> what I don't know it? what it would be. What was the primitive cleaner back Didn't in say, DC? <laughs> it says water. Just wash oh. it and probably just dry it, right? I mean, that's really the key. Dry those things out. But if it weren't if it wasn't able to be reused, it would just be burned. So hmm. And you'd sleep out in the open till you can get a new one. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I'd go and strike me down a cow and use his hide for yeah, you shelter. Had, yeah. But even leather can get ruined. True. Yeah. So, so they were very concerned about all those types of things. You know, um, it gets into a lot of... Um, the same thing when it comes to sexual relations. Um, this is where they really, God makes some very clear distinctions um, oh. about that. And I have my own opinions. <laughs> I'm sure you do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but again, I think it comes down to not only, you know, morally of these things, we see them as wrong, but for them, it was about the preservation of the nation. So that limited disease, right? That limited um, genetic issues. And um, so they're very careful about that. And now we see kings um, eventually, like King David and King Solomon. I mean, Solomon had tons of wives. Um, mm. But for the most part, the rest of the people, that was... You know, you had one wife and yeah. So you can only have multiple wives if you're a king? Well, they did that for a lot of reasons politically. 
to try and appease other nations that may be enemies. So um, how the relationship really was, I doubt it was really like a, a true husband and wife. You know what I mean? Well, from what I recall in the beginning parts of the Bible here, it was almost like you could just take anyone. <laughs> well... You're, you can't have a baby? Well, we need a handsmaid then, and then they bring a handsmaid. <laughs> but that wasn't really God's plan, right? Um, they jumped the gun on that. True. Yeah. So. Um, but wasn't, wait, wasn't it, wasn't it Isaac that was born of a handsmaid? Was it Isaac? No, Ishmael. Ishmael. Yeah. Right. yeah. So Isaac's pure. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, and, and that's the thing, is they jumped the gun on that. And mm. um, that wasn't really what God intended so and and so by this point though they are making god is making very clear distinctions on who you should not have relations with so and a lot of it had to do with family oh yeah yeah don't do you know it was like don't have relations with your aunt or i mean i think it says mother sister but you know those kind of things like yeah very clear um Let's push this out so that even cousins, you know what I mean? Yep. So No cousins. Right. Yep. So it made very just kind of clear guidelines as far as what's okay to do. So. so basically, if it's your sister's, mother's sister's, auntie's. <laughs> well, it was, yeah, daughter. it was like, yeah. Your mother's, sister's, auntie's, daughter's. Right. It's a no. Right. But grandma... No, just kidding. No, <laughs> no, no, grandma. Yikes. <laughs> Basically, as if you don't know her, it's okay. Yeah, but even then, you have to double check. Oh, yeah. Man, it's a scary world. I think when our parents um, were getting married, they checked. Your parents, or yeah, like 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 our age, didn't have to do that. But I think the generations before still had to do some kind of like check to make sure you were not related. Oh, so yeah. hold on. Before we go on a date, we need to first uh, like do some ancestry <laughs> before we can do this. Yeah. Where are you from? <laughs> <laughs> what was your mom's last name? Well, cause think about it. A lot of people did end up marrying within their own town. Someone they knew, you know what I mean? Yeah. We're very much, a, you know, transient society now. Well, if you think about it, if we all lead back to Adam and Eve. I know. Yes. And that's why it takes it back. What do they say? Third cousins? I don't know. I think third cousins. Technically, you can can marry. They call it kissing cousins. Oh, a third cousin's a kissing cousin. Yeah. Well. Because (laughs) at that point, it would be okay. I I still don't think. We should title. Most people still wouldn't do that, but. We're going to have to title this podcast, It's Okay to Kiss Your Cousin. <laughs> no, <laughs> your third cousin. <laughs> um, but that's a that's a saying. And I, again, I don't think people nowadays would do that if they found out. But um, I think what that means is that that's so far removed from being immediate family that it, it would be considered okay. Yeah, but I, I think most people... Typically agree that, yeah, let's just make sure that we're not related at all, period. The right, end. Right, <laughs> no, right. We're not even in the family. We're in different orchards, not even <laughs> in the same tree at all. Yeah, agreed. 
And that's how we breed champions. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it was, it is interesting though, to see how all, the, all these things intertwine as far as, you know, these weren't just random ideas. They had to do with helping to sustain the Israelites. Mm-hmm. So, um, there was thought behind it and God kind of in his ultimate wisdom was like, look, now's the time we need to really start, you know, doing things in a proper manner. So they were supposed to also then be an example for the rest of the world on, Mm -hmm. on how to live and, and do that in a, a peaceful and uh, loving way. But, um, Unfortunately, that's not exactly how it happened. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So, but, you know, um, like all of us, we're, we're going to mess up, you know. Yeah. Well, could you imagine, so, like, setting the ground rules for everything on Earth? What a task that might be. Mm-hmm. Surely you're going to miss some things. <laughs> Are you speaking in terms of God? No. Are you just saying if if a human were to no, do as it? as a human to abide by the ground rules of all? Of oh, Earth. yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like you eat a bite of meat, and you're like, wait a minute, was that clean or not? I didn't know where that came from. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, I think ultimately, that's you know, we were never going to be able to follow that to a T and that's why, you know, these sacrifices were also, um, kind of given as a way to temporarily, uh, appease God for, for those mistakes. And the day of atonement then becomes that day. We talked a little bit about that, Mm -hmm. um, became one day a year that the high priest, um, at this point, Aaron, Okay. Would go into the most holy place of the tabernacle to to do that sacrifice, and then the other one was a scapegoat that he would let out into the wilderness. And um, but that day of atonement became a, a a very important day for them. They would treat it as they did the Sabbath. Nobody would work on that day, and it was just kind of a holy, sacred day, because um, it's where the sins of the community that maybe didn't get individually. <laughs> yeah. Um, they didn't bring their, their goat or their finest sheep to, to pl- pay for their sins. Right. And so God allowed for this to be done by the priest. Um, Was which, it a big sacrifice, you think? Big as in? Like if he's, if the day of atonement is to cover the sins of all people who have not... <laughs> Yeah. You know, laid sacrifice themselves. Right. Is that is that particular sacrifice extra large? <laughs> I don't think they would have found the biggest. Right. That's what I'm saying. Maybe the most pure and spotless, you know, the best one they had. Um, usually they're younger. I think it said like maybe a year old. Hmm. Um, so maybe then this teaches us that it's better to not be absolutely perfect, but only mediocre. Well, how so? Well, if we're perfect, 
then we are subject to offering, right? Are you talking about, I'm talking about the animals. The animals were pure in spot. Yeah, no, I'm just making assimilations to people. Like, <laughs> like, uh, like, like someone might maybe call for their finest champion, right? Yeah, yeah. And the finest champion has to go out there and potentially die. Or, I see. Or yeah. if you're like the smartest person, yeah. you know, and then, then w- yeah. whatever might call for the smartest person. You, you want to just hide in the crowd. No, you maybe just, maybe if you were just <laughs> average. You'd be, you know, all right. You'd just live a peaceful life and do your thing. Yeah, but I'm, you know, in terms of sin, I don't think we want to just take the mediocre red. Oh. You know what I mean? I think we want to, we want to do what we can to live for God as best we can. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah, what do you think? Yeah. yeah. Um, And therefore then you wouldn't have to offer as many sacrifices, hopefully. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, but ultimately, perfect, even you... if you were really good, there's bound to be some that you just could not. Yeah. Be no aware of. Or no one's perfect. Only Jesus. Right. So, um, so this day became not a cop out for those that just I'm just gonna slack off this whole year. They'll take care of it on the day of atonement. You know what I mean? That's not. That wasn't the point. Um, <laughs> But God allowed for this day, and I think it became very symbolic then of Jesus' sacrifice, right? But at the same time, it's a very merciful act by God. I, I think that, you know, if you were to accidentally not, you know, miss one or whatever, or miss a week or whatever, yeah. that you weren't condemned, that there was still this merciful thing that God instituted. Right. Yeah. Mm. So it became a very holy day for the Israelites, as you can imagine. And that comes once a month. Once a year. Oh, once a year. Yep. When? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. Oh. I'm sure there is a date, but, you know, again, we're so far removed mm. from that. Um, but again, I think it's still, it's still a date for Orthodox believers. So they still celebrate it. I think there's still a day of atonement that they consider holy. Yeah. Or observe. I don't want to say celebrate. Yeah. I don't fully understand. So. Right. Right. (laughs) Observe it. Yeah. Kind of like we would do with Good Friday. Mm. Mm Hmm. So. I observe that. That's yeah. coming soon enough. It is. I mean, we're we're into February tomorrow. I'm so excited. It's wild. February. You know what that means? We're that much closer. Yeah. To warm weather. It is leap year though. What's that mean? It's 29 days this this time around. Instead of 28 in February. <laughs> Big deal. What's one day? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> One day doesn't change. I mean, that I don't know. Is that like a siphon? That's like a siphon of time. It's twenty four hours. Yeah. I mean, every, is that every a lot can years? happen in the day, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a whole rotation. Right. So you get an extra day this February. Oh man. Which most people. Maybe groan, that, groan about, right? Because they don't want any more Februarys. Why can't we have that day in July? 
<laughs> or, you know, when it's I nice. <laughs> I just realized I don't fully understand the concept of leap year. Yeah, it has something to do with keeping up with the calendar and the moons and all that. So, so if, we you just, do, if you do it every four years, it keeps things. So we just add a in day? Order, in order. Yeah, basically. How do you do that? How can you just do that? I don't know. The people that make the calendar figure that out. Is there like a fact? We added, we added uh, daylight savings time. We just did that. Well, that's the biggest crock of you know what, too. <laughs> It's what six fifteen and the and it's still <laughs> it's dark out it's here. It's get dark, yeah. Well, there's legislation to, to change that. I thought but it was supposed to end this year, but I think the whole world does leap year, so you can't really just nix that. Because yeah. I think over time, then your seasons will be off and all of that. I mean, they just added a whole day. Why not just an hour at a time? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> or like put it has an to do extra, the moon cycles. The put lunar, an extra minute or cycles. two on each day. Yeah. That'd be hard to keep track of. I guess they're like, well, and then on this particular day, we'll just add 24 whole hours. <laughs> to, make, to catch up for the last three. That's so bogus, though. I feel like time is just a construct built by humans for oh wow. Only the we're getting into TV. it now, are we? Yeah. <laughs> I think for a minute you forgot you're on a podcast. <laughs> no, I still very well know I'm on a podcast. There's headphones on my ears and a microphone in front of me. <laughs> That's true. It's kind of hard not to, but okay. Well, it is. A, it is for sure. It is a, it is a. It's a man-made thing, yeah. It, well, it's not man-made. God instituted order. He considered the sun when the sun. You know what I'm saying? He considered it day and night. There was a cycle to it. There was a pattern to it. There was an order that he created because I think he knew what we would. That we would need it. We would need that because. Typically, nighttime is rest, right? So, so he instituted the the order. Now, as far as how the calendars work and all of that, yeah, that I mean, man, then kind of added to that, but hmm. yeah, yeah, I I don't subscribe to time very well. I know you that don't. I sleep when I'm tired because you're not a nine to fiver. No, you are. Yeah, just. Yeah, we established this already in the beginning. <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, I'm I saying that out of jealousy sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, you don't have to be jealous. I can teach you the ways. Yeah, you're right. Um, no, but I feel like I, I eat when I'm hungry. I sleep when I'm tired. You know. Yeah. I drink when I'm thirsty. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah. I don't have to subscribe to. Like, if the sun goes down, it's right, I need to go to bed. You know what I mean? Yeah. That would mean that I live my life based on an external source. Right? Yeah. But, but however, <laughs> the human's circadian rhythm is based on the cycles of the sun and moon. Right. So. Which God created. Which God created. And 
you know, when the sun goes down, your biological clock is telling you, hey, I should probably go to sleep now. Because when you, when the sun comes up, you, you're, you're kind of alerted to, hey, wake up. Yeah. And most people. And that's when most people go to work. Yeah. Not all, but yeah. I think the, the worst part is we're, we're adding, you know, the other shifts, right? People that work second, third. I mean, oh my. yeah, trust yeah. me. I know. I have yeah. a friend who does that's, the third shift, the overnight, and it, he's not human. <laughs> right. Right. He's a great guy, but it it's affects rough. him so much. Yeah. I could not imagine anyone having to live that way. Yeah. My dad, when I growing up, he would do a swing shift. So they would work third from, you know, two or three week period. Then we'll go to second. Yeah. I mean, just always off. Right. Yeah. So where, where did, where did we where get to? We? I don't know. I just feel like we get, we just stopped. We were just walking <laughs> along by ourselves in a, in a, on a wooded path, you know, and we just stopped and we looked around and we're like, whoa, <laughs> we're where, lost. Where are we right now? <laughs> I'm sure people listening are like, yeah, you are hey, way off. It's still fun though. You it know, is. people really, people I think really only listen to podcasts because they want to feel like they have some company or they're trying to learn something, which yeah. we have done both. Yeah. And yeah. so, mission accomplished. We're highly educational on here. Absolutely, dude. <laughs> Don't think anything otherwise. <laughs> oh, man. But I can say that we've reached our... our <laughs> I would hope so. Close to hour. <laughs> We're close to an hour. And I think before we get derailed in any other capacity, we should just yeah. say, hey, we hope you guys enjoyed hanging out with us tonight, today. Wherever, whatever time it is that you're <laughs> joining us. Yeah. You can't forget that people turn us on either sometimes in the morning, sometimes yeah. late at night. Yeah. They're sitting at home with their cup of... They don't listen to podcasts based on some external source. They just... <laughs> now you're flipping my words. <laughs> We've reached a point of, of comfort with each other that... <laughs> there you go. <laughs> he's taking my words and doing acrobatics. <laughs> Um, yeah, I hope you guys have taken at least something from our episode this evening. For me, it was that I should pay attention to eating unclean things, but I'm still going to eat bacon. Yeah, we don't do clean and unclean, but there are certainly things we would be unhealthy if we ate a lot of. And lobster. Yeah. Sorry, because I love it. And I hope you guys... Have the best week ever ahead. Uh, do the things that make you happy. And try and do right by the Lord. And I hope you guys have a blessed week. We'll see you next time.